Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Kendall O. Richardson and happy St. Patrick's Day where everyone is a little bit Irish except for the gays and the Italians. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> I feel so left out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta love Simpsons references. <laughs> Cue music. <laughs> Are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Left out. <laughs> you can never do that. No, I'm back. Oh. You all You're tried. Back. You all tried to push me out, oh. but I came back. <laughs> Unsuccessful attempts. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Wayne Stellini. Welcome to the show. It's a podcast called Friends. Yeah, it is. Yes. It's just Wayne and I this week. Oh, uh, who else matters, Kendall? Really? Yeah. Like, it's just it's just you and me, mate. I've just I've been listening for the past <laughs> few weeks. I've been missing you all, and I've just said oh. no. Nah. Enough's I, enough. I said enough's enough. <laughs> Everyone's too sweet and nice. <laughs> I want Kendall all for myself because I love and miss her so dearly. Aww, yeah. Feelings mutual. <laughs> okay, now we've got the obligatory, you know, niceties out of the way. Back oh, to business. Oh God. <laughs> God, God, God. Things are going to be interesting in Trailer Park today. Yeah, I can and imagine. And maybe in the news too. Um, Wayne. Yes. You've been gone for a while. Yeah. What's news? Um, well... I've been busy and interesting busy too. Not like the boring stuff that I try to um, sweep under the carpet. But I've <laughs> been doing quite a few things. Uh, I'll, yeah, it's been a few few weeks. But um, some of the more interesting things is some academic writing, which has been good. Great. Getting some momentum on that. Mm-hmm. Because uh, our regular listeners will know that I am dragging that dead horse around. Yes. <laughs> but we're getting there. There's life yes. in her left. Yes, good. Uh, more excitingly, I've been working on a creative project, um, which has finished its first draft. Oh, great. Which is really cool and first edit. So, so exciting. Yes, we'll be meeting up with a talented individual to mm. workshop that and, you know, watch this space on that one. Yes. Yeah. Watching intently. Absolutely, yeah. Just being also in my downtime, watching a lot of Netflix, <laughs> actually. Oh, great. Yeah. Netflix and um, movies, just... Trying to keep myself entertained. Anything good? Any highlights? Uh, I think the biggest highlight was the Ted Bundy tapes. Oh, so yeah. So that documentary series. Was it good? Yeah, that was really interesting. Okay. Yeah, he's a, he's a figure that I'm quite interested in anyway in the realms of serial killers. I know that sounds really strange. but No, if, it doesn't. You know. I'm a big fan of the My Favourite Murder podcast. Okay, yeah. I mean, if you like true crime and that kind of stuff. Okay. And comedy because they're two very funny ladies. That yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, so worth your time. Okay, cool. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, so, question about the Ted Bundy yes. thing. So, is it is the whole premise, the whole concept, is just these tapes he recorded after the fact when he was in prison before he was executed? Is that what it is? Yeah. So he had uh, been he's in in prison. I pretty much think these were recorded when he was on death row. Yeah, yeah. And a journalist met up with him, just trying to get a story. This journalist wasn't particularly interested in Ted, didn't find him as fascinating as the public had, because, you know, Bundy had a lot of charisma, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. So everyone was like, yeah. ooh, this guy, rah, rah, rah. Mm-hmm. And this journalist found 
Bundy really hard to crack. Like, okay. he, you know, I think he wanted... The newspaper wanted a confession. Sure. Because Bundy was not confessing to anything. No, no, he was adamantly denying yeah, it, wasn't he? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So what's great about this documentary is that you do hear from Bundy himself, but what's quite clever is the journalist was like, okay, you know, I've got somebody who's very egocentric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's like, well, Ted, what would a person do who had committed these crimes. So Ted talks about his crimes in third person and what this person is feeling and all of these different things. Uh, So it's quite interesting that way. And what I really like about this show is it's not gratuitous about the crimes at all. Okay. You know, because it's not disrespectful. No, not at all. It talks about certain things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But it's done in a really professional for lack of a better term it's done in a very tasteful way yeah yeah. where the focus isn't on what are all the gory details but it's really interested in the psychology of bundy and the culture i guess yeah of interest around him sure sure yeah it's a highly recommended uh yeah you know i'm definitely planning on watching it yeah anyone who likes true crime uh this is yeah i mean next to making a murderer it's one of my favorite series yeah okay good yeah did you end up watching making a murderer the second season yeah yeah uh have you seen it kendall I've seen season one yes. and I loved the hell out of that. Yeah. I haven't gotten around to watching number two yet. Season two is fantastic yeah. because it we, we know the story now of, of Steve, right? We do. This now focuses on the forensic side of mm-hmm. his case okay. because he's got a new lawyer who mm. I'm in love with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You know, like, I'm sorry. I'm turned on by smart people and his lawyer, <laughs> she's one of the smartest people I've ever seen interviewed and... There's a gorgeous charisma about her, but she's laid back, but quite still um, almost uptight because she's a lawyer and yeah. high profile cases and stuff, you know, on the conservative side, but really good mm-hmm. and interviews so well and mm-hmm. just so articulate. And you can see how her brain is ticking. That's cool. So she's essentially gone back and done forensic uh, experiments and reenactments on all the evidence that. Uh, Steve's lawyer couldn't have done. Yeah, right. Or they didn't do. They didn't do. Yeah, yeah. so it's really fascinating to see unfold. Wow. Yeah, so you could, if you'd not seen season one, you can begin from here because they oh. will sort of recap, recap without going into too much detail because we don't need that. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, it's phenomenal. I highly recommend okay, it. Okay, yeah, I'm really, really yeah. wanting to watch it too. And yeah. because of this, the way they, the way it's done and the way all of these different facets of the law and, you know, it just everything about it makes me actually like it more than the first season. Wow. I think it's better than the first season myself. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, really interesting. That is so yeah. cool. But uh, Kendall, what have you been up to? What have I been up yeah. to? Well, it's only been a week since last we spoke. Listeners. Yes. Um, you actually made me quite jealous this week because you saw someone in concert. I did. That I didn't get the opportunity to see. No, not this time no. around. No. <laughs> I went and saw Kylie. Yeah, you did. Yes. Yeah. If anyone doesn't know who Kylie is, she's Kylie Minogue. Yes. Of course. And where have you been? for the past time. 30 years. Uh, yeah, <laughs> literally. Um, my God, yeah. So uh, I've been dying to see her for so many years mm. and I just never, ever got the, the proper chance, you know. And, yeah, finally seeing her in concert, working it, just yeah. being wonderful. She's so great. I 
I was saying to Wayne in the car before that, you know, the fact that she's 50 now and she's still just flawless and full of energy mm. and such a stage presence. And, like, there is literally nothing like the way Kylie Minogue strikes a pose. <laughs> because the amount of times they silhouette her and she's just just in this position of just, just total commanding and, yeah. and, and sex appeal and just, yeah. oh, she's... Fabulous. Yeah. Absolutely fabulous. And she's so lovely and so nice. And she's, I, I've, one thing I've found about <gasps> Kylie is that I think she's really good to her fans. She seems to yeah. be that way. And I've yeah. seen her in interviews, this is quite a few years back, because she did hit that slump around the 90s when nobody wanted, you know, mainstream didn't want her. No, she, she but, did. Yeah. But her, you know, loyal fans were still there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's really, she's always acknowledged them. And one thing about me, I've been to two Kylie concerts Mm -hmm. and because it's me, I can only afford the cheap seats. So I'm always at the back, which is fine, but I love that Kylie will always acknowledge the cheap seats and will be, you know, how you doing in the back? Let's have a look at your beautiful people in the back. Yeah. So Kendall, did she acknowledge the people in the back? (laughs) Yes, she did. Yes. Yes, she did. Yeah. She asked them to put the house lights up and see everyone because she was at the Maya Music Bowl. You know, she said to the crowd, like she was just kind of taken aback by all people and said, now I know why people have been telling me to play here because like what's so good about it is just seeing this gigantic sea of people cascading back and back and yeah. that almost looks never ending. Yeah. So she was really excited by that. And yeah, she, so she was very good to the fans and, um, and we were very good to her <laughs> because yes. there was this moment that happened that was just, I've barely seen anything like it at a show that I've been, and I've been to many, many gigs yeah. in my life. Um, so uh, right near the end, uh, it was before the encore, but it was during the last song she did spinning around, um, one of her absolute classics. Yeah. Gorgeous. Um, and during the end, the, the, the end of the song, she decided to take a, a, a break to kind of, you know how like, I don't, there's probably a technical term for it, but they take a break right at the end before they finish the last line to like give the chance, the audience a chance to to applaud or whatever and then they go into their last line and they really belt it yeah you know so she was doing that yeah but instead of it going for like 20 30 seconds whatever yeah we were clapping and cheering and screaming and applauding her for about five minutes straight whoa okay i I mean it may not have been that long but it felt that long and it was so loud and deafening and you could just you could, I could feel it within me and I could hear it in the, the arena that everyone was just giving her every bit of love that they had for her. Yeah. And she cried. Oh, that is beautiful. She cried. She was, she could not believe it. She was in complete awe and yeah. just so she, the gratitude that was coming off her. She just kept saying, thank you. Yes. And this is incredible. And she actually said, this is one I'm, I'm going to remember. Yeah. Like, this is a show. Like, cause you know, she plays oh, hundreds yeah. and hundreds of shows every tour she does. Yeah, and absolutely. Been, and she's been doing it for 30 years, but she's to, for her to actually just say after that, I'm going to, re- I'm going to remember this forever. Yes. Was just so. And it's significant. It's her hometown as well. I know. That's why and, I feel like you know. we were giving her such a big cheers because it, you know, Melbourne's where she's from. It's yeah. where she grew up. You know? And you feel like, and I know, Obviously, as an entertainer, she's going to make every city feel like they're her number one. Of course. Like, clearly, because that's, again, the love that's and respect. The job, yeah. But I feel like you can't deny your roots. You, <laughs> you can't. know, you know, like right. Melbourne is where it all began. And I think 
us Melbournians, when we go to see a Kylie concert in Melbourne, yeah. we feel like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there's this sense of pride. She's coming home. She's coming home totally. to see mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. One thing that I love about Kylie is, and again, this is how great she is with her fans. I love how um, spontaneous she is. Mm. So when I saw, I believe it was Aphrodite, or could have even been X, but she was singing songs and they were like, you know, really upbeat ones, really poppy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's just gone, okay, so I have an idea. Let's, how about we just slow things down a little bit? And someone in the audience like shouts out, no! <laughs> And just without a moment's thought, she just kind of looks at him very innocently and goes, well, look, I didn't say it was a good idea. <laughs> and I just remember. Like, <coughs> okay, I'm okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> but I just I just love the way she'd handled that because obviously she's not going to change the routine for this dude. No, no, no. <laughs> I didn't it was, say it was a good idea. It was just so beautiful. That's wonderful. Uh, and again, I just love that the, the exchanges she has with her friends. She does her job so well. She, she knows, does. Yeah. She knows how to work a crowd. But I'm I'm glad you got to see her live. There's, I, it's special, isn't it? It's so special. Yeah. And the fact that I wasn't expecting it, but I actually got to, her, to see her do my favorite song. Ooh, so what's your favorite Kylie song? Confined in Me. Hey. It's my favorite I love song. that one too. Yeah, yeah. It's very kind of like lower down on like the top list of her hits, I of guess, course, if you're yeah. going to say. But, um, but I've ever since I, that song came out, I've just been in love with it yeah. and nothing's ever topped it and so she did that and I, I took a video of it on my phone like just of like her doing a small section of it mm. just so I could always remember it because <laughs> it's my favourite song yeah. and she did this really kind of like harder like more dramatic kind of version of it okay that had big drums and big lights yeah it just, yeah it was really well done yeah and she sang it so well it's one of my favourite video clips actually I love Kylie's that video as well. yeah. it's a nice video yeah it's so cool and the, the, the different like looks they give her in the video yeah. it's, and that that and the did it again videos I was about to say like, juxtapose that with did it again which yeah. is a lot more playful and fun yeah <laughs> yeah because the confined me video is very like you know uh, it's, it's dark yeah it's very dark and yeah. brooding and mysterious absolutely and, and it does it, yeah and it implies sort of isolation and loneliness or something yeah. artificial about connections and things like totally, that totally yeah, yeah and no. then yeah did it again she's playing the different versions of yes. herself cute kitely is my favourite yes. <laughs> I love that she's parodying herself for different looks and things like it's that it's great yeah she knows when to have fun that's fantastic that's so, awesome. so probably been the highlight of the week or? definitely the yeah. highlight of the week um, I mean there's a, cu- there a couple other things well one <laughs> that happened that was the highlight of the week, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, if um, we must. If we, yes, we must. <laughs> okay, we fine. must. This is a pop culture podcast. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. But no, yeah, that was yeah. that was definitely the big thing for my week. Um, I've also got a quickie review later on. Ooh, so exciting. Yeah. Yes, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good episode. All right. Okay, I think we should dive in. Let's do it. Let's dive in to the nerdy news. Yay. Yay. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most s. Kendall Richardson. Take it away Kendall. Okay everybody. Alright welcome to the nerdy news. Um, For starters there is a huge huge bit of news that I've just beyond happy about and i'm curious to hear wayne's thoughts on this <laughs> once we get done um but uh 
yeah, yes, yesterday, time of recording was yesterday, um, Disney and Marvel announced that James Gunn will be, in fact, after all, directing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. What, what, what? (laughs) (laughs) And nobody was expecting this. It came out of absolutely nowhere. um, And it was very much a huge surprise considering Disney's apparent lack to budge on the whole thing, mm. even though they'd recently said that they were still going to use his script that he completed just before he was fired. Um, but apparently the decision had been made quite a few months ago to actually bring him back. So they've been sitting on this news for a while. <laughs> like a while. <laughs> Talk about a secret well kept. Yeah. Like how on earth did this not leak? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. So yeah, apparently for the longest time it was actually going to happen anyway and it was fine. So yeah, exciting, exciting mm-hmm. stuff. Um, more Marvel news. Um, this is really cool. Marvel is working on an animated series um, called What If for Disney+. Plus. And if you're wondering what What If is, because I'd never heard of it, mm. um, let me tell you. So it's like a, I think it's based on like a, a there's a comic book run where they do, um, they were, so there were comics that are essentially theoretical stories that are created as fun fan service issues that had no bearing on any of the canon or continuity. So they were just, you know, what if... So, for example... So, is it like alternative universes, like how DC do with their movies? Sort... Well, sort of. But or it's else, more, else it's, type thing? It's more like... So, um, some examples of what-if scenarios include... What if Spider-Man had joined the Fantastic Four? Oh, okay. What if Gwen Stacy had lived? Oh, it's like how they did... Um, what if Superman had landed in the USSR, Soviet Russia that type thing? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, what if Aunt May had died instead of Uncle Ben? Like, mm. So, kind of bizarro world... Yeah. Like, like one shots um and so it looks like they're going to be turning it into an animated um an animated series for disney plus um no confirmation as to when that's coming out um but the people are speculating that it'd be a really good way to include the um the mcu film cast in um as voice actors for this <laughs> because they'll be animated they could pl- play animated versions of themselves <laughs> Which would be really That's interesting. Cute. It's kind of cute. Yeah. But, but they haven't said they're going to do that. I mean, they could very I much... I don't think they will, to be honest. Yeah, I that's, don't think they will. I think that's seems, money. <laughs> I feel like that seems like a bit much of a stretch. But yeah. uh, who knows? We'll see what happens. Uh, needless to say, that's very, very cool. Um, some DC news now, crossing the pond. Um, some Flash movie news, which we haven't gotten an update from that in quite some time. But it uh, looks like now it's come to this. Ezra Miller has decided he's going to take his... Um, hand at writing the script mm. for the upcoming Flash film, considering um, you know, the original screenwriters have stepped away from the project. Um, but the cool thing is, he's actually co-writing it with uh, legendary comic book writer Grant Morrison, um, which is super awesome. Um, and because apparently Ezra wanted to go in a darker direction for the Flash film, um, which is the opposite of the audience's opinion and response (laughs) to dawn of justice but they're dc and warner brothers are letting them come up with something the rumor is apparently they have until may because then after that um ezra's contract as the flash is up or something like they have to lock something down soon oh okay otherwise it's not gonna happen okay um apparently that's what i read um so yeah if if dc and warner brothers decide that they like this script 
then they'll be moving forward. But who knows what's going to happen? I mean, I'm excited. The fa- I love the fact that Ezra is so dedicated to this. Um, and the fact that they brought Grant Morrison in is awesome as well. Because, yeah, he's very talented, very talented writer. So fingers crossed for Flash fans. Um, moving into the DC TV world for a second, Titan season two is in production at the moment. Um, and we have had a casting announcement for, um, one of the big villains, uh, in the DC world. That is Deathstroke, AKA Slade Wilson. He's going to be played by an actor named, and I'm going to butcher this, Esai or Esai. Esai maybe. Esai. I'm so sorry. Um, Morales um, has been cast to play Slade Wilson. He has done a bunch of TV over the work, uh, over the years, um, mostly like cop shows and that kind of thing. Like he, he he's most known for a stint he did on NYPD Blue in the early 2000s. Oh, okay. Um, he hasn't really had much um, comic book or uh, pop culture in cred in that sense, like nerd cred or anything. But um, yeah could be i mean he looks he looks like he'll he'll be a good fit for the role cool. the photos i've seen of him so yeah i'm sure i'm sure it will work out very well i still need to watch titans yes haven't seen it myself need to yeah. need to need to um okay into other news now a couple of little things i wanted to mention this is pretty exciting um the oh i've forgotten the name of the production company behind one of my favorite shows ever orphan black is bringing to life a new series set in the same universe mm-hmm. as the original series. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on AMC in America, which is the same network that did Breaking Bad and does Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, so huge cred there. But they've said it's not going to be a traditional spin-off in the sense it's not going to be a sequel or a prequel or it may or may not necessarily feature any of the original cast yeah. of characters or any of the clones. We don't know. They haven't said anything else. Um, about what's happening that just said it's going to be set in that world. Okay. Um, and that's all we know. So essentially it's, if you liked Orphan Black, mm. you're getting another version of it, so to speak. Not connected directly, but it is in the same universe, so the same rules apply maybe? Yeah, I'd say yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who, who knows? I mean, it's probably going to be very uh, similar to Orphan Black in the, the sci-fi mm. thriller sense. Um, which would be really, really cool. And if they could even get any of the original cast, like Tatiana Maslany, if she could come back and play a clone for one episode, oh my God. <laughs> It'd be cool. I would lose my whatever's left of my shit after that. <laughs> it would be wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, and lastly in the news uh, this week, this is really cool. Taika Waititi has been tapped to direct and produce the pilot for a Time Bandits series for Apple. And so this... I didn't. I've heard of Time Bandits, but I'd never ever seen it. Um, but this was a um, Terry Gilliam film from the um, early 1980s. Um, and where is it? It starred Sean Connery, John Cleese, and Shelley Duvall. Um, its story revolves around an 11-year-old boy with a wild imagination and love of history who travels in time with six dwarves to steal treasures throughout history. <laughs> As you do. As you do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Apple's upcoming streaming service or, you know, TV platform, whatever they're doing, yeah. to compete with the market. There's um, so many of them now. There's so many of them. It's getting out of control. Mm. Um, yeah, this is going to be one of their shows that they're going to be um, spearheading. And 
Could be fun. Could be fun. I mean, Tyker's involved. I'm down for anything he does. Yeah. He's got a great attitude and a great sense of humor. Yeah. And Um, this is, it's, this is the type of show that I feel like would need that. I've not seen the film or anything, so I know nothing of it. Well, I mean, yeah, because, you know, Terry Gilliam is obviously very hilarious. Yeah. So, um, and he, he's good. He was good for, you know, anything slightly left of center in terms of the, the stuff he produces. Yeah. Like we know. Um, and he's <laughs> speaking of producers, he's going to be executive producing oh, the okay. series too. Awesome. So that's very good to hear. Um, okay. That's the news. Yes. Uh, Wayne, anything you want to touch on? Oh, look, I'm really glad this may surprise you all, but I'm really glad that James Gunn is back as director because Yay. this, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot to say about this story because mm. we've spoken about this for, we have for months. Yeah. Months. It feels we've... like a year <laughs> or however long it's been going yeah, on for. Yeah. Uh, we all agree here. He should never have been fired. It's exactly. just, you know, this is, uh, the, uh, the nothing... circumstances were just ridiculous. Ridiculous, yeah. not justifying anything. Oh, no, not But at the all. circumstances of his firing was just stupid. Yeah. And I remember saying that Disney are not going to backtrack on this because, well, they can't. They lose face. Yeah. They've made a decision for whatever decision they've made. And you have to say, fair enough, it's their company. Mm-hmm. So Disney lose a lot of credibility for bringing him back. You think so? Absolutely. Okay. Because they've said, well... And this is the only reason why, actually, they lose credibility for bringing him back. Because they've done it from a moral point of view. Which, looking at Disney's background and history, <laughs> is questionable. Yeah. Yeah, some of your classics that you're still um, celebrating and remaking and yeah. all of these things are questionable. Yes. So you had no right to fire this man. No. Because a third party decided that he wanted to be malicious. Mm-hmm. It was not for a moral high ground. No. He did something to hurt someone's career because that's how he gets his rocks off. Yeah. That that's that's red flags Disney. You had yeah. no right firing him. So now, I mean you're I'm going to be honest, I think you were piss weak for firing him to begin with. Yeah. I a agree. talented writer director who's made two great films in the MCU. And, and millions upon millions of dollars for you yes, as well. Yes, absolutely. And we all know you love money, Disney. Yeah, absolutely. That's why you <laughs> own the world. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you lost credibility for not supporting him and standing by him. Mm-hmm. And now you lose even more credibility by saying, oh, I'll come back. Because let's face it, and I don't know why they've actually brought him back, Kendall, to be honest, because mm-hmm. it's Disney. Mm. One. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the MCU. Two. It's Guardians of the Galaxy. Three. <laughs> Do you like that? Three. Yay! Hey! Good job. It's going to make money, regardless of who's helming it. I'm not going to say true. it would have been a good film. I don't think it would have been as good. No. With somebody else. No, no And way. that's not a reflection on anyone else who was going to no, line up. No, no, no. But it's... it's not their vision. Exactly. And it's not continuing the momentum that he's put on there. No, exactly. Because I actually quite like the Guardians of the Galaxy films. They're good films. And James Gunn needed to be behind them. So they were go- it was going to be a pretty crappy part three, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. But it still would have made you money, and isn't that yeah. all you care about? Yeah. I'm really curious why Disney have backflipped. Me too. Because they've just lost so much credibility on this. Yeah. In saying that, I'm really happy that James is back. Good. Because I think the vision's there. Yeah, like it's, I know. The you fact know. that he now gets to fully realize and complete the, his trilogy on his terms now is yeah. wonderful. Exactly. And yes, they were going to use his script. And yes, I'm sure he would have been paid for it or his contract or whatever, oh, yeah, all that behind the been, scenes. Yeah. It's fine. But still, when you hand it over to a director, a director is going to interpret that differently, which is perfectly fine. But you would have lost this flavor and this feel. Yeah. 
So, I mean, when you've got a franchise that goes for, for 10 years and Guardians of the Galaxy is a part of a really long, long, long and, franchise. And wonderful franchise, yes. Your word's not mine. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're going to get all of these different visions and different people helming them. Mm-hmm. Is that a bad thing? Absolutely not. If anything, it's good. It keeps it fresh. Yeah. Because... They're so, you know, they, they stick to a standard formula, which again, they need to. It's what we want as audience members. Mm-hmm. They've got different point of views. And that can be hit and miss. Mm. And I feel like when directors come in and taking over a hero, it does not always work. No. And for the MCU, I don't think it always has either. So to have James back on is really good in terms of the artistic merit of the film. Totally. But Disney, you're piss weak. Yeah. <laughs> for doing, like, for doing that, really. Like, no, either no. St- stick to your guns. I would have respected you more if you stuck to your guns. Yeah. Well, because it's literally a matter of... Because if they're saying that they they made this decision to bring him back months ago. Yeah. I mean, the, that would have been not long after the whole kerfuffle had even begun, well, I feel. yeah. Timeline-wise, time yeah. at least, I'm thinking. So... Why? So literally, it just it seems like that they just waited for everyone to forget about it, yeah, and calm down, and then yes. go, oh wait, guys, he's still on board, <laughs> and and like yeah, like what's the point of that? Because first of all, Disney, you should know this: nerds don't calm down. <laughs> oh no, and they don't forget. I was going to say we don't forget. No, <laughs> you know, there are two things we do not. Do. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> do you think any nerd is still giving George Lucas a break? No. <laughs> No. no, not many. And so, yeah, I just, I don't get it. Like, was it this whole ploy? Let's get rid of him. Let's bring him back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I just, it's, there, there's nothing that makes sense about it. No. From the very beginning, from his firing to his rehiring. No. Nothing makes sense about nothing, it. Nothing. No, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's just been a whole kerfuffle for no reason. But speaking of Marvel movies, <laughs> shall we move into the trailer park perhaps? I have no idea what relevance Marvel <laughs> movies have with the trailer park. Let's find out. Let's find out. <laughs> Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Well, it's it's fun fun we say that anyway because there's actually a DC trailer in here as well. Yeah, there is. For good measure. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, guys. It's trailer park time. Mm-hmm. I am very excited. Which one do you want to talk about first, Wayne? Well. Well, since you're excited, mm-hmm. we should talk about Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because okay. I know that that's got you going. It, it, it has. <laughs> no, it has. I won't lie. Mm-hmm. Not as much as some of the other, or one of the other trailers. But anyway, <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first trailer mm. for this, uh, looks really fun, really good. Uh, I love a lot of these animated films DC do. They're quite good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It just looks. It looks really cool. Like the. the, the I love. I love a good crossover as well. Cross, crossovers make me very happy. And this one feels a bit random. <laughs> Doesn't it? Feels I mean, random, but isn't. But it's not yeah. as random as Batman and Scooby Doo crossing over. <laughs> that one's more. It really random. is. And they've done multiple crossovers. Yes, too. but then again, Batman is quite diverse in terms of his representation and adaptation. So he fits everywhere. That's why he's the greatest superhero ever. But Batman mm-hmm. uh, versus a teenager. <laughs> Ninja Turtles. You're right. Looks like a lot of fun. It it's got a dark edge to it. Definitely does. But yeah. still kid friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love the way this is animated. Yeah. The voice work sounds great. It does. The trailer reveals a lot about the plot, and I'm sensing that 
it comes across as very maybe complex and maybe a tweak convoluted because there's a lot of characters involved mm. in a film that will no doubt be under 90 minutes. Yeah. A lot of these animated films are about the 80 minute mark, they some are. you know, a bit more or less, but yeah. So you're like, whoa, you're packing a lot into this small, small space and running time. But these animated films do so in a way that it's engaging. You never lose your interest. You're there the whole time. I have a huge collection of these Batman animated films. I love, love, oh, love them. Good. Yes. Can I ask you then? Yes. Sorry to interrupt. No, go What's for your it. favorite animated Batman film? Because there are a lot of good ones. There are a lot, a lot of good ones. I like some of the recent ones. I, I, you know what? I'm going to struggle to even tell you what, oh, okay. what like the number one is. Can but I give you? Can I give you a couple of mine then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say the recent one that I've probably enjoyed the most though is okay. Batman by Gaslight, which is oh, him versus yeah. Jack the Ripper. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I love that concept. Oh uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Oh, nice. But yeah, sorry. So what were some that you like? Can um, uh, probably the ones that I enjoy the most are uh, Under the Red Hood. Yes. And the uh, Dark Knight Returns part one. One, two, two. yes. I have to say, yeah, they're pretty... They're, they're really they're, good. They are really cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really great adaptations of oh. such a classic novel. Yeah. And one that comic book films owes a lot of debt to, <laughs> you know, in general. But Definitely yeah. does. Definitely does. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking yeah. forward to this. Yeah, This is going to... I can tell you already, it's going to be a part of my collection. It's going to be... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's no release date for it yet. I think here in Australia, it'll probably just go straight to DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah, I feel so. Uh, most of these ones do uh, yeah. here. So, uh, yeah, come to JB. <laughs> Kendall, you'll let us know. I'll pl- yeah, I'll let you know. Yay. I'll pl- plug my work for a second. Staff discount. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not get nuts. <laughs> No, I hate it when people say that to me. I'm like, no. (laughs) Not happening. I'm not losing my job for you. (laughs) Oh, gosh. But yes, no release date. Keep an eye out for it, please. Because, yeah, it looks like it's going to be great. Yes. Okay. Uh, Shall we talk about Aladdin now? Yes. Excellent. Let's go Aladdin. Yay. Okay, all right. Yes, that sounded like a sigh of relief, Wayne. <laughs> it was a combination mm-hmm. of a few things because I was not keen for this at all. I from the get go? From the get go. Okay. I admittedly isn't, I'm not somebody who grew up watching the animated Aladdin film. Okay. I saw it as an adult and fell absolutely in love with it it's and have said, good. why has it taken me so long <laughs> to watch this film? Yeah. It was beautiful it was sweet it was hilarious everything about it was pretty much perfect and a whole new world is one of my all-time favorite disney songs it's it's so beautiful it's beautiful in the film and the commercially released single Mm. is just absolutely one of the greatest love ballads ever it is it's really gorgeous yeah so remaking it (laughs) Mm. you know perhaps we've got this that same cynicism we've had of the lion king yeah, but I have to say, I melted for the Lion King instantly. I was yeah. like, "Okay, I'm on board." Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, I love the look of it. It is beautiful aesthetically. I love the cast. I think the cast look great. The cast look great. They do. Except. Except. For Will Smith. <laughs> and I'm. And the internet is divided on Will Smith and presently. For me, it's not necessarily how Will Smith looks in this movie because 
seeing earlier images surface, you've just gone, what the hell? <laughs> but I think the way he's presented in this trailer looks really good. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot better than... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what it was the last trailer. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, my issue is that Will Smith's personality is one that you either love or it grates you. And Fair. I have to say that Will Smith's personality, when he's playing himself... Because he does that quite a bit. Yes. Mm. Um, I find incredibly annoying as a screen oh, present. When I see him, for example, interviewed, love it. Yeah. I like, you know, and this is not like a, you know, anti-Will Smith thing. No, but no, I just no, think no, no, that no. Um, persona that he has on screen, like how you said, he plays himself. Yeah. Yeah, I find it really grating most of the time. Right. So I, for example, really enjoyed him in Suicide Squad. Yeah. I really loved him in I Am Legend. I Am Legend is my favorite Will Smith movie. Is it? Yeah, wow. I really yeah, and that's probably not a popular response, but no, I really um, really liked him in that and I was surprised at how much I loved the film and how much I loved him in that. Yeah. Um look, didn't mind him in Independence Day. Like he's there's highlights. I love Independence Day. <laughs> but when he does that whole let me do the Fresh Prince of Bel Air thing. It gets on me so badly. Like, yeah, okay. I'm not somebody who loved Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Right. But my sister was a huge fan of it and still mm-hmm. is. So I would dip in and out and I'd watch episodes. And I absolutely love the show, except him <laughs> in it, which I know is problematic. So that's the first instance of Will Smith playing Will Smith. Mm-hmm. I see it in this trailer and I'm just like, you're going to piss me off. I would love to be proven wrong because... Everything else about this film actually looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. It looks aesthetically gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've been ranting and shitting on Will Smith for a That's while okay. now. It's so cool. over to you, Kendall. What That's did you right. think of this one? It's all right. Well, yeah, I can see what you're saying. Your, your reservations for sure about Will Smith yeah. uh, in the film. Because, um, yeah, like it does seem like he's just going to be doing that same shtick that he's been plugging mm. for 25 years. Yeah. Which is fine because, for me, at least. Mm. Because... I enjoy it. Yeah, it works for you. It works for me. Yeah. I love his attitude. His his the whole whole thing he has. Uh, yeah, it's, it's always spoken to me for some reason. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, and it's spoken to clearly a lot of people because it's why he's so popular. Oh yeah, and huge. loved. Yeah. yeah. Did you grow up watching him in Fresh Prince? Yeah. I feel like if you're of that generation or watching him growing up, like that's the Will Smith you know and love. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's comforting. Well, yeah, because well the first like. The first couple of things I saw him in were Independence Day and Men in Black. Yeah. Because um, I can't, I, I mean, I kind of discovered Fresh Prince slightly after that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because, but I used to, yeah, that would have been when I was in late primary school then, mm. early high school watching, yeah. watching Fresh Prince. So yeah, technically still growing up, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. So I really like that. I'm just, look, I mean, I've made no bones about this trailer in this film talking about uh, well, the trailers for the film, I should say, uh, about what's going to happen in regards to Robin Williams' mm. influence on this character, because obviously that was one of the most iconic characters he played in his lifetime. Yeah. Um, one of the greatest animated performances ever. Um, so big shoes to fill. Yes. Um, and I'm just very, very concerned about that. But I don't know. Like I, 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 I liked, like you heard me laughing. At yeah, some absolutely. Gags. Yeah. Like there was some really funny little things Will, Will Smith's genie was doing that I, I enjoyed quite yeah. a bit and I, and made me kind of calm down. I am worried about him. He's clearly doing friend like me in this. And I, and yeah. I as I, I've been saying for a while too, he's going to wrap that <laughs> most likely. Well, one of the things but, I have to I say know, again, we'll, like again, we'll not, see. not a fan of 
what I think Will Smith will bring to this. But I have to give credit where it's due. I am glad that if they're going to go for this remake, which clearly they have because we've got a trailer about it. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm glad that they've got an actor with a strong personality yeah, whose okay. personality is strong enough that he's not going to try to imitate Williams. Will yeah, that's true. Robin Williams did him mm. and did it perfectly. Mm-hmm. We don't need an imitation. We need no. somebody who's going to make it his own. No, that's and true. And regardless of how I feel about Will Smith doing Will Smith, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad it's different. No, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. If you put someone in that role that has such a big larger-than-life kind of personality and persona yeah. and can bring an energy like that to the role. I mean, when I found out he was cast to play the genie, I was initially pretty happy with that. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm thinking that's going to be pretty good. But then when I realized that they were going to do what it seems to be like an almost shot for shot remake, yeah. I just, I started becoming a bit more worried, but, yeah. but still, I think it's, I think it's really good as Will Smith aside, the rest of the trailer, I'm back on board with this film because after the last trailer, I was a bit worried as well, but no, it looks really, really, really good. The as, palette like you said, is gorgeous, isn't it? Aesthetically, yeah. yes. Like you said, color, the color palette they used, the way they make Agrabah look, the way the sun just shines yeah. through that city, you know. Um, and then the, just the, 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 the darkness of the night in the Cave of Wonders. And, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, my only little nitpicky issues would be uh, the actor playing Jafar seems to be too young. But that's fine, I guess. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> okay. and uh, the outfit Princess Jasmine's wearing when she's supposed to have run away from the palace is way too nice looking. <laughs> <laughs> she's not going to blend in. Who's she trying to kid? She's not going to blend in with anybody. Well, you know. Um, yeah, but, yeah. you know, I haven't really seen it in context yet. No. So I can't really speak to that. Looking at admittedly, I've been I'm really cynical about the, the Will Smith casting. But I, I feel like when this when I watch this film, I think I'm going to get lost in it. I think I will too. Because yeah. And I think I'll forgive any yeah. um, preconceived notions about it. We're going to look, they're going to, I know it's not as nostalgic for you as it is for me. Yeah. Cause this is my favorite animated Disney film. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Like doesn't that, surprise me though. It's beautiful. No, this and Little, Little Mermaid are my two. Oh my gosh. I yeah. love Little Mermaid yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Um, so see, yeah. So I'm going to have, I'm, I think I'm going to start watching this film and then the nostalgia is going to hit yep. and then I'm going to be sucked in. Yeah. Like I was with Beauty and the Beast. And yeah. I, you know, oh, that was a good remake. It was a good remake. That's how you do a remake well. Exactly. If you're going to go scene for scene, shot for shot, do it like that. Do it like, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's a how-to. Um, okay. I think that's enough about that. Yeah. So when's that out? 23rd of May. Well, okay. Not too far Another away. a couple of months to go. Beautiful. Till we okay. get to see that. So now's the moment, hey, Kendall. <gasps> yep. So we're moving on to quickie no, reviews. No, so what no, review no, do you have? No, There's no other trailers no, to no, talk no. about at the moment. No way. We've got... I let you talk about DC. You we, can shut up. We've got quickie reviews no, of popcorn culture. No, we've no, got what's up no, with Fred. No. <laughs> no. Something had to go. No. <laughs> Sorry, Kendall. Did you want to talk about something else? Yes, I oh, do. Oh, I don't see it on my schedule here. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> Kendall, is there another trailer you want to talk about? Yes, there is. All right, let's talk about it. Avengers Endgame. Oh, oh my God. That's coming out, is it? It is. Oh, they're still doing it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say anything. And go. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, <laughs> okay, guys. So, yes, this, this week just gone, we got... Uh, 
another trailer for Avengers Endgame, probably the last trailer before the film comes out. Um, and it, I just, I'm fucking psychic or something because literally that day at work, I was talking to some of my workmates and messaging a couple of friends, just being like, look, it's been almost 12 months to the day since the second trailer for Infinity War came out. And they generally tend to line these things up around the same time. Um, and so I, I had a feeling I was like, it's got to be soon. Like if it's not this week, it's going to be next week, surely, because the movie's coming and there's no way they're not going to do a trailer. And then some of my friends were like, no, they probably, they literally don't have to do anything else. They did. They don't need to market this movie and they're going to still make a billion dollars. Like, let's, True. let's be real. <laughs> Everyone's going to go. Yeah. Um, but Almost uh, everyone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, sure. Um, anyway. Um, and then, yeah, lo and behold, Thursday night, I'm minding my business on my phone and then I get a notification, which I didn't believe was real at first, so I had to double check. And then it was, and then I lost my shit. So, and if you want to see me lose my shit, there is a video online of me reacting to this live. Yes. To the, uh, this trailer. And oh my God, it's definitely worth your time. Yeah. Non-scripted ramblings. Non-scripted Number ramblings. Number 33, I Number think. Number 33. Yes. Avengers Endgame. Trailer 2 reaction video. Go check it out, please. Um, I would love that. Uh, yes. But anyway, the trailer for the movie itself is really, really well done. Really well put together. Um, they're really pulling on these heartstrings. They're really driving home the fact that it's been 10, 11 years now since we started this whole thing. Again, they bring that into it. Um, we've got, you know, sh- scenes from the previous films coming back, but they're all shot in black and white with the exception of a, if there's red in the shot, they highlight the red. And that's really, really interesting uh, and kind of drives home, you know, the, the journey that these characters have been on and then the things that they've lost. Because um, we get flashbacks of everyone turning to dust in mm. Infinity War and it's very heartbreaking to watch. Yeah, it was funny. <sighs> funny! <laughs> Go on, sorry. Really? <laughs> funny. It's not the word I choose. Okay. Um, <laughs> Been um, gone for a month. I've got material. Like, oh, mate. I know. I've got a well stored away. You've been me. really well behaved so far. You have. Yeah. Ish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah, go um, on. Yeah, so, and then, uh, yeah, and then we get, you know, a look, a lot of looks at Hawkeye in this trailer, Jeremy Renner's character back in the fold. Um, I definitely has lost his family. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> his family's dust. The way he's reacting in this, his new look, his everything about it. Um, yeah, and then I guess they kind of spoil potentially uh, Tony Stark and Nebula coming back to Earth um, because there's a this epic shot of them walking through this hangar at the Avengers HQ and they're all in these white suits, mm. which everyone is pretty confident are the suits they're going to use to time travel with um go into the quantum realm which is what ant-man does and that's how ant-man gets there and because he at the end of ant-man and the wasp he's stuck in the quantum realm when the decimation happens and everyone else turns to dust and i can't including your beloved michelle (laughs) just turned to dust my friend (laughs) at the end of that movie um but not but yeah (laughs) but not before dropping that vital bit of exposition that was don't get um, stuck in a time vortex. <laughs> Just so we were sure. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's that. God, what else? Uh, I don't know. It just looks epic, of course. There's just going to be a lot happening. Oh, Tony Stark, we get more of his, like, 
uh, you know, audio diary journal thing to Pepper Potts um, from the previous trailer. Um, and some people online are theorizing that's him saying his wedding vows because we know they're engaged. Mm-hmm. So maybe we get a happy ending. Who knows? Don't think so. Um, <laughs> um, but and then, yeah, and then I'm just really worried about Captain America in this because he looks like he's going through some shit and it's going to be real rough. Real rough for him. Also, Black Widow changes her hairstyle like five different times. In this. <laughs> and, you know, it. there's time jumps. Like, it, if anything, there's, you know, it, whether, regardless of whether or not they travel back, we know that there's a time jump forward because her hair's grown out and she's still got her red roots, but the blonde's on the end from when she dyed it. So. And this is the whole purpose because it makes it easier aesthetically for us to understand where they are in terms of time yeah, and space. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's like how they did Gwyneth Paltrow on Sliding Doors. Yeah. If you've ever seen that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of just done that Mm. so um kendall i'm assuming you already know this but Mm. i read this today Mm -hmm. so question if this impacts your thoughts about what the film might entail or what might be like so i read today that everything shown in the trailer is the first 15 minutes of the film oh yeah yeah i'm not surprised yeah so like 15 to 20 minutes yeah all that footage comes from you know what's essentially the the first the first eighth. act. <laughs> the first, first one eighth the first, yeah, yeah, <laughs> of a four-hour atrocity. I mean, movie. So, the so it, essentially, it's setting up a lot. You're right yeah. in the in the in the first act or yeah. first half of the first mm-hmm. act, even. Mm-hmm. So, does this then really excite you about? Well, if all of this trailer is just really showing us essentially the plot setup for the film. We're in for some pretty epic stuff. I think so. Yeah. yeah no, no, I agree. has an epic feel. Like yes. the score is gorgeous the in this. S- the score. It is a film oh, you have man. to have seen the previous ones. It's not one you can jump into. No, this is yeah, at all. This no, is this is the reward. To. Yeah. Um, and if you uh, Johnny come lately, go do your homework first. I feel this is yeah. what I'm getting no, from the, from that trailer. You're right. You're totally my two right. cents. Do you have totally more right. to say? I do have more to say. Uh, sorry. Yes. No, no, that's okay. Yeah. But no, 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 you're right. Cause I, and I, and when the, the Super Bowl spot dropped, um, back in February or January, whenever it was, February, I think, um, and that was only 30 seconds mm. and that got us, showed us all new footage, but it was still nothing from like any big, huge moments. Yeah. Right. So, and people have been saying since then that, yeah, these trailers, and I think Mar- someone from Marvel even maybe have said that, yeah, we're not going to show you anything past the first half an hour, 45 yeah. minutes of this film, which is fabulous. You don't want all the good stuff in the trailer. You don't. Like, you, you, don't. you want it to tease. You do. You, wa- you want the, the these, surprise and the wow factor. The trailers for Infinity War and the trailers for fucking Endgame have been fantastic. Whereas, like, you know, Infinity War, you know, I re- I've rewatched those trailers since watching that movie, and yeah. they, they do actually include quite a bit from the third act and the okay. final fights. But you don't know the context of them yes, and yeah. what's happening, so it's it, it it's kind of okay. But with this, they're not giving you any of that. No, you're not getting any of that. You just get you like you said, you're getting all of your setup. Yeah, for what's going to happen. Um, so it's very exciting. And then one final thing I wanted to say before we moved on. Um, they put Captain Marvel in the trailer. <laughs> they did, and I lost my shit. Yeah, I lost it. Because yes. oh. you're a fan of the of Captain Marvel. I movie, am. Aren't you? Yes. I am. I'm. I'm full Captain Marvel loving mode at the moment. She's so wonderful. I cannot wait to see her in this movie. And the fact that they actually got her in this. Not only did they put her in this trailer, which I didn't expect them to mm. do at all. Um, they had her interacting with Thor, who is my favorite Avenger. And it was just 
perfection. Like, she didn't have to do anything. She doesn't even say anything. She just stands there holding court against against Thor. And then he summons Stormbreaker, which flies straight past her. And she doesn't flinch yes. at all. And then she just smirks a little at him. And he's like, I like this one. Yeah, she proves her worth. She does. Yeah, absolutely. And we know Thor's all about worth. Yes. And you had an epic nerdgasm, didn't you? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see me cry, <laughs> go watch the video. Do you know what's what's actually? <laughs> do you know what's actually funny, Kendall? Yeah, yeah. watching me crying in my car at no, uh, that, mid- midnight on a Thursday. That was that was really sweet, but just <laughs> your reaction to the trailer when it first starts out. If you didn't know what you were watching, I'd be like, I feel like she's watching porn. <laughs> She's so into it. <laughs> it was all about the tone. Oh my god. I'm really going to be thinking about that next time I do a reaction video. Oh no. Oh god. Anyway, You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, yes, yeah, so I cannot wait for this. It's going to be fucking sick. The movie is not far away. Wayne, tell everyone when it comes out. Well, <laughs> 24th of April. Yeah, which is the Australian release date. Yeah, um, so just over a month away. Yeah, it's five and a half weeks. Yeah. Um, Someone's counting. Oh, I'm counting. <laughs> yeah. It's five weeks and four days, to be precise. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, five weeks, four days? Yeah, something like that. Um, mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, in the States, it comes out on Friday the 26th. Right. But we're getting it uh, on the Wednesday. Yay. Which is... Right. So you'll be there, Kendall. I will be there with my fan, my Marvel fam surrounding me. Yes, there's a whole posse of you that all go. There yeah, it is. I'm too scared to go with y'all because they'll be like, "Oh, it's you." Yeah. <laughs> it's you. It's you. It's you. I'll yeah. be the one in the Batman T-shirt, and they'll be like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Wrong franchise. <laughs> oh gosh. It's so, so, great. so yeah. So anyway, we're thinking we might week. go see that. Hey. Yes. <laughs> a, a bunch of times. Yes. It's going to be, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> All right, we need to move on or I'm just going to keep talking about it. <laughs> okay. Which is funny because now it's my turn to keep talking because... Go for it. I have a cookie review. Yay. That I'm going to try and keep quick, um, which never works. No. I say that every time. No. All right. You got a minute. Go. Okay. All right. So... <laughs> It was really aggressive. Hey, you got a minute. You got a minute. Move the fuck on. (laughs) Quickie review. What have you watched recently? Recently. Okay. So earlier in the week, uh, my two lovely, lovely friends, Christina and Fulia. I love these girls, by the way. Oh, they're amazing. They're they're wonderful people. Um, And we had a bit of a girls day um, and went and saw Vox Lux. Um, which is the Natalie Portman pop star movie that was really, really interesting. Um, it is not shot in a traditional way at all. Uh, it's very, you can tell the filmmaker very much has his own style and he's sticking to it. (laughs) Um, and I like that. Um, the film's kind of told and broken up into a couple of different parts because, um, yeah, without spoiling too much, but like the first half is Natalie Portman's character Celeste as a um, a, a teenager. Um, she goes through this horrible trauma, um, and then 
out of that, she becomes a pop star. Oh. Um, and yeah, and it's really, really interesting. And I know the, the young actress that plays her, I've forgotten her name right now, but she does a really, really good job um, in, in this role. Um, and then the second half of the film is, is, is uh, you know, many, many years later. And Natalie Portman is this full on, like Celeste is like this um, Lady Gaga level kind of yeah. pop star. Yeah. Like she's huge. Um, and she has this complete, she's not like Lady Gaga because I don't think Lady Gaga is very diva-esque um, for, yes. my, for my taste. You she's, don't get that sense. I, you don't get that sense, no. do you? Um, I mean, maybe in her earlier career but now she's very you know all cards are all on, all on the table whatever down to earth but no the, celeste is very much your diva kind of larger than life personality um mm. and natalie does that really well i will watch her do anything i'll watch yeah. her I'll, I'll watch her narrate paint drying yeah absolutely she's so good yeah she's incredible oh incredible performer god and she, yeah, she crushes this character. Uh, I love the the just the the snarkiness she brings to Celeste, mm. the the attitude, the and then just the incredible amount of sympathy you kind of get for her. Like you don't want to sympathize with her, but you kind of do because you've seen her what happened to her when she was a child, and then you kind of get this perspective of her, what it's like to be, you know, one of the most famous people in the world, and mm. all of this stuff, and and. It's funny because when she's when she's a child, she actually hooks up with this uh, rock star, and they conceive a kid. Okay. And the kid in the 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 other half of the movie, the many years later half, the kid is played by the same actor as the young Celeste. Oh, okay. So she she plays herself and then her daughter. Yeah, cool. Later on, and it's so, and that was really really clever. Mm. Um, and yeah, but yeah, the film as a whole is like. Yeah, it wasn't entirely what I expected, and there was a. I feel like if they, well, I guess if they wanted to make a, a statement about a message connecting, you know, the first half and the second half a bit more, they probably could have done it. But they decided to kind of just make make it more of a. This is just what Celeste's life is like, and not try to add any meaning because sometimes you can't add meaning to certain okay. things. So was it? Did it feel segmented? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like without a coherent link. I mean, there was, there is a coherent link, but it's, it, it, but there isn't at the same time, because the time jump is very huge. Like it's nearly twenty years. Oh, okay. And we jump from her being a teenager just starting her career. Yeah. To being a, a superstar. Superstar seasoned performer. Okay. Um. Yeah, and then the movie ends with her, um, you know, uh, doing a concert. So Natalie Portman actually performing as Celeste. <laughs> cool. She does like four or five songs and that's oh. how the film ends. Wow. Um, yeah, it's yeah, and all the songs were written by Sia or okay. co- at least co-written by Sia, yeah. which is really good. So some of them are not too bad. Um, and yeah, and Jude Law's in it and he's pretty funny, he plays her manager. I watched Jude Law in anything. He again, yeah. You I love that guy. Yeah. He's also very talented and he's been popping up in a lot of stuff lately. Like he was in Captain Marvel, yeah. he was in Fantastic Beasts. He's going to be in... They're doing Sherlock Holmes 3 with Robert Downey Jr. He's going to be in that. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's everywhere now. It's great. Um, so yeah. What's the score for uh, Fox Fox Oh, how do I score this? Felt like a bit of a mixed to it's positive review. Yeah, it's I definitely definitely more in the positive. I think I, I, I would like to rewatch it uh, one day. But it's just... It's so... Yeah. It's not... 
it's not entirely the film I wanted, but I'm okay with what it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so I'd probably give it like a three and a half. Alrighty. We'll get it over the line. Yeah, three, yeah. three and a half out of five. So. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Check it out if you're interested, guys. Mm. It's good. Um, okay. So. Um, it's that time, isn't it? <laughs> it's that time. What time is it, Kendall? <laughs> Popcorn culture. <laughs> It's popcorn culture time. Most certainly is. Popcorn culture. Yes. And this is probably the first time that theme song has not deafened anyone. No. (laughs) No, because I don't want to deafen anyone. No, I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah. Good. (laughs) We're so considerate. I know. Yeah. Like, look at us being good. We're just so nice. We're just so wonderful. Lovely. Oh, my God. Yeah. How good to be us. It really is. (laughs) No. I can't keep that going. Okay. Um, so what was the question, Kendall? <laughs> the question we asked you guys last week was, um, who is your favorite pet in film or television? Yeah. Wayne. Yes. Would you like to go first with your gut reaction? Yeah, sure. Now, you're probably all thinking I'm going to say Santa's little helper. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look, he's adorable, yeah. but... As um, <laughs> Snowball Two, <laughs> yeah, Snowball Two is kind of up there too. Snowball Two does more for me than Santa's Little Helper, to be fair. honest. Yeah, fair. And we, we we don't forget that when the Simpsons household was burning, Santa's Little Helper went for a chocolate bar instead of rescuing Homer. That's true. So yeah, so I mean, like, look, he's a loving, loyal dog, but just not that brave. No. Uh, yeah. So if I wanted someone strong and, and brave, I would have to have Artek from the Never Ending Story. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Oh, what a good choice. Beautiful horse. And oh. I won't lie, deep, deep, deep down, I would love um, Gizmo from Gremlins, but I am not yeah. responsible enough to <laughs> prevent the outbreak of of little green monsters. Yeah. So I'm going to have to let my heart break and leave Gizmo alone yeah. and stick to Artec. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. But, I'm- like, what a horse, but fuck. <laughs> I know. I, I don't think a horse has ever made me cry so much. Oh, it's just that whole scene. That whole scene is just is so traumatizing. It really is. It's so traumatizing. I couldn't watch like every time watching that movie, I would just be sitting there as a kid, just buckets of tears. Yeah, it's just it's oh. it is it literally is the saddest bit ever. Like it is. Yeah. It is. It is. I, I could also just side note talk about the never ending story for about twelve and a half hours. <laughs> It is one of my all-time it's favorite a, uh, mo- movies. It is brilliant. Classic, it yeah. has to come to Fred Watch soon. Yeah. But it's just, yeah. And it's so, Artek, you're no longer sinking. <laughs> you made it, my friend. Aww, yes, yes, let's just pretend he did. Yeah, like a beautiful, that. beautiful horse. Yeah, a wonderful, yes. loyal, faithful horse. Yeah. yeah. I wish he'd been in the movie more, too, because... That happened pretty early on. Yeah, it? yeah, not, like, not too far away. Because it's in that moment that we get um, the introduction of Mork. Mm, the, that's the, true. Well, I won't lie, Mork was always my favourite, actually, as the kid. <laughs> when oh, I was really? a kid, I always loved Mork. <laughs> yeah. So I was about Artex passing sad. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it ever made me cry because oh, no, I, I loved was... the Mork so much. Like, he's, he's one of my the greatest, greatest villains of all time. Oh, he is good. Oh, he my gosh. He is so good. You are great. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I just couldn't hit. Like one of the things I've, I don't know if I've said on the show before, but I did, there are two things I can't handle in films and that's uh, harm to uh, children and babies and harm to animals. Yes. They are distressing. I very distressing for me. And so I, yeah, I just, yeah. I cannot watch and like freaking 
is it Atreyu? Is Atreyu the kid? A, a, the, a, the owner of the owner of Artec? the horse. Yeah, Atreyu. Yes, Atreyu. Yeah, and when yes. he's like, he's trying to pull him out, and yes. he's like screaming his yes. name. Yeah. Desperately, like, and he's being like, and he's getting angry at him too because he's showing yes. all these emotions of like, come on, please, from me, and then he's getting angry at it's him like, like he's you're going, stupid, come it's on, like he's going through the stages of grief. Yeah, almost, absolutely. He knows he's going to lose him. Yeah, it is gorgeous. Good choice. Wayne. Yeah, thank you, Kendall. Very good choice. How about yourself, my dear? Yeah, okay, I'm going to lighten the mood a little. Bit. <laughs> uh, with yes, my choice and the inspiration for this question, <laughs> yeah. um, it's going to be Goose from Captain Marvel. <laughs> Because oh my god, like I mean, I've I'm sure I probably had a favorite pet before this, but I can't think of who that is. <laughs> and I apologize to that feline or or fur creature, uh, whatever you were. Um, stay awesome, um, but far out. So what do you love about goose? What do I love about goose? Um, there might be some spoilers for Captain Marvel, just FYI, because the the thing about goose is is a big spoiler but um so don't delve too deeply i won't delve too deeply okay all right, all right i'll just i'll do what I, I i my review that's on the fred the alien productions website go check it out yeah. um i'll kind of go off what i said in that yeah um okay so goose yeah goose is um marvel's cat um and has kind of become either carol's cat or, or nick fury's cat by proxy really <laughs> um in the movie and you know she is so affectionate and and wonderful and she just follows everybody like follows them around and stuff like you know but you don't suspect anything's up with this cat and then like you get these there's these scenes where she's you know like they're, they're, she gets she stows away on one of their planes and you know they get like the gravity effects you know because she's not tied down or anything yeah buckled in you know there's this one scene where they realize she's stowed away and they're like going up through the air and she's like this <laughs> yeah like, so the gravity's um, affecting her and she's yeah. like pulled and she's just the poor thing yeah and nearly makes me cry um and then yeah and then they go into space and then she's you see you see goose floating around through the, sh- the spaceship <laughs> trying to hold on to fury and, and he brings her back down it's very Aww. very adorable yeah cute. she's she's so cute yeah um but then it's really what happens towards the end of the film where you find out exactly what goose is mm. that seals it because there's a character in the film one of the scrolls who um reacts to goose because he, he recognizes what goose actually is Ooh. um so goose is a flurkin they're an alien not a cat they look like cats okay. but they're not cats um and i'm not going to say what's different about them other than that um because the, when you find out what it's goose a good can reveal actually, it's fucking good reveal okay great it's hilarious it will knock you for six you will not see it coming it just happens out of nowhere as well there is no prompting no build-up it's just all of a sudden this happens okay cool and it's very well done and i lost my shit i couldn't stop laughing for freaking ages the first time i saw the movie and my jaw was on the floor and yeah and and just yeah what a good cat (laughs) what a good cat um love Love Goose. Um, and I've never been a fan of ginger cats, really, for wow, some reason. Wow, that's weird. I know. Was it because of aliens? No, no, no. I, I love I love Jonesy. And I love, okay. I love um, like, maybe Jonesy would have been my other pick, actually, hilariously enough. Because I really like the alien films. But, um, no, no, it's just, I just, I've never liked the look of the, the color, the ginger oh. color on cats. Okay. I, I much prefer, like, like a tabby or a, yeah. or, a, or a Siamese or a Burmese or a black 
black cat you know yeah. those those ones are my jam okay. but but so on this episode that we're recording on saint patrick's day you heard it here first that kendall o richardson hates gingers <laughs> stop this discrimination <laughs> i have i have red hair right now um, <laughs> i am a ginger right now you really are i am and i'm hating on my own kind love yourself i'm sorry <laughs> learn to love yourself again yes. um but no no i i have a, a newfound <laughs> appreciation and respect for ginger cats well if too. any film or franchise is gonna do it for you it'd be the mcu <laughs> yeah turn you around yeah definitely would so yeah goose is awesome if you haven't seen captain marvel Go watch it just to see Goose do her thing because she is the best. Cats usually are. They are. <laughs> love kitties. Aww, shout out to Gypsy. Hey. Hey. She's so cute. <laughs> so cute. Okay, so that's our gut reactions. Yeah. Shall we go into your responses? Yes. And we have quite a few. You guys Absolutely. did not disappoint us this week with this question. Absolutely. It was a great question. We've got some great responses too. Oh my God. Yes. So, so good. Um, and we have responses from all three social media platforms. Yay. <laughs> probably the first time ever. So thank you. Thank you. Clicks to y'all. Yes. Love it. Um, okay. Starting with a Twitter response um, from KJ Berg, whose handle is at gate night pro. Um, he says, Flash the Horse from the criminally underrated TV movie, Flash. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Wayne, yes. you did a bit of digging on this one. I did. So I haven't actually heard of this film before. Neither have I. So I did a quick Google search. This is actually a Disney movie. So when, you know, Disney were doing their wonderful world of Disney. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. And essentially it's a story about a boy and a horse named Flash. And I think the boy and his family are going through some really tough times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just really just connects with this horse and falls in love with the horse. And it's mm-hmm. pretty much just keeping the horse, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, and, yeah, and, and the friendship, yeah. And the, and, and the friendship that follows and ensues, um, which sounds like a Disney movie. And it actually it sounds does. really quite sweet. Yeah, yeah. 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 It sounds like a really sweet movie. Um, and I'm going to say that flash should probably be living at the end of the film <laughs> because it's a Disney movie, but I don't know that for sure. Well, we can't guarantee that. Can no, we? we can't guarantee that. No. <laughs> Disney, you're all unpredictable sometimes. You are. <laughs> yeah. You like to pull on them hearts. Yeah. But it seems like a, a formula that works quite well, especially for kids movies and family movies. Yeah. But yeah, yeah but a quick Google search looks pretty cute. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. I love the, the, uh, abstract. Uh, responses. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. It's yeah, very, very yeah. I love um, typical. Yeah, I love being told about films and characters and things that I know nothing about. I'm like, ooh, this sounds. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Please introduce and recommend things we've never heard of. We, yeah, we love it. Thanks, KJ. Thank you. Um, who's ooh, we have Instagram responses now? Who's who's first? Yeah. So Bethany Griffiths said, "Doug from Up." I still haven't seen Up. Yes, I've seen Up once. Okay. Yeah, it's a sweet film. It's, yeah. you know, the opening oh, sort of I montage. Oh, I know what the opening is. is I've is, heard it's heartbreaking. It is, hell. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. It's yeah. beautifully done. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's a gorgeous film and Doug's just a cute pup. <laughs> a little puppy, yeah, white, white dog, yeah, Aww. yeah. Um, I don't remember Up well enough to really go into much detail, but I think with a film that starts off you know, with with a sad moment, you need all those little bits of light 
totally. to come into it. And the, yeah. and the young boy who's in it, who's like, um, <laughs> just this cute chubby little kid. Yeah, he's like a boy scout or something. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's, you know, obviously provides that innocence and children and animals are that great juxtaposition for this lonely old man in the story. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I need to watch the movie. Yeah. Dogs are amazing in that way. You know, they're mm. not as independent <laughs> as cats. So sometimes when you're needy, a dog is great company. Yeah, <laughs> you're very right. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Bethany. Um, and next we have a response from the one and only Michael uh, Lister. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mike. Um, he says, Snuffles slash Snowball from Rick and Morty, who overthrew his human oppressors and took over the world for a better life for all dog kind. Plus, it's also a huge Animal Farm reference. And with the best quote, where are my testicles, Summer? <laughs> yes, Mike. I agree. Uh, Snowball is fucking hilarious. That episode is so good. So I'm not somebody who's... Uh, Rick and Morty is still on my to-watch list. Still okay. have not seen it yet. Okay. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. Because yeah. I hear nothing but brilliant stuff about it. So good. Yeah, so... It's so fucking weird and it's fucked up, but it's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can see where, where Mike's coming from. Oh, I love it. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this is, I know this is one of Mike's favourite shows. Um, but yeah, Snowball, basically, there's this, the episode they Rick comes up with this contraption or he get brings this contraption from some other universe. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've watched it, but he, it makes you like makes an animal sentient or like intelligent so they can actually, or c- communicate to telepath- like telepathically. Okay. Um, God, I need to rewatch it. It's been a while, but basically, yeah, they, they put it on, put it on their pet dog snowball and he starts communicating with, his human owners <laughs> and then that he's and he has this such this monotonous voice that has like this malice to it <laughs> the way he and he's this little cute adorable white fluffy thing with oh, this, like goodness. he's the cutest it's such a cool like uh contrast yeah um and yeah and then he, yeah, he rises up and <laughs> enslaves humans and it's fabulous to watch it's so funny i love it it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds great it's and he builds himself a whole body like he has these big gigantic robot legs and he makes himself <laughs> really big and yeah it's 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 super entertaining rick and morty is just a great show everyone should watch yeah i need to bump that up on my priority list you I should, think. Yeah. You should. It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely worth your time thank you so much mike very good pick yeah absolutely and Miss Thing, Fulia. Oh, Fulia. Hey, Fulia. First of our Facebook responses. Yeah, Fulia, we miss you. We miss you. Not a lot, but we miss you. <laughs> <laughs> we miss you, it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wayne, what does Fulia have to say? Okay, so Fulia says, I've got a couple of faves and don't be surprised that my choices are animated films and absolutely oh, are. No surprise from any of us in the room yeah, here. Absolutely. <laughs> so Fulia's first choice is Remy from Ratatouille. Yes, yeah. he's a rat and rats are disgusting. But how could you be uh, disgusted by a talented and very clean chef who happens to be a rat? Sometimes I wish I had Remy's sense of taste and smell when it comes to food. Also, my second choice is Ferdinand. If only bulls could behave in such a manner that you could keep them as a pet in your house. Ferdinand is very tame and very lovable bull. John Cena really makes the cuddly bull sound amazing and he's pretty funny too. I love Ferdinand. Oh, and from the same film, Angus is my my second favourite bull because... 
he's voiced by David Tennant. So he's Scottish Highlands. He's a Scottish Highlands bull. And also his behavior in the film is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Good picks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I haven't seen either of those films. Yeah. No, I love your justifications for them, Fulia. Yeah, I yes. will disappoint you. Hated Ratatouille. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I think it's actually a really boring movie, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why do you think so? Oh, it's just li- literally a boring movie. It's just, yeah, like Remy is gorgeous. The rat is yeah. is gorgeous. Characters beautifully animated, but the mm-hmm. story just does not doesn't grab. Cannot sustain any. Because isn't it like you know the the restaurant's failing, and then the rat teams up with the human chef, and they yeah. make it into a great restaurant. And yeah, it's sort of like the chef is sort of support the rat supporting the chef. Yeah, and that, that kind. Of, so it's kind yeah. of okay. So the it's a fairly genius. basic kind of yeah. predictable. Story. I mean, it looks cute. So I remember watching it and being quite disappointed with it. And I thought, oh. yeah, I, I just think it's dull. That's a shame. Yeah. Ferdinand, I've not seen. Um, I really is, wanted to watch it. Yeah, it looks absolutely gorgeous. It does. Uh, it's based on a really popular story about a bull who loves flowers. That's true. And um, yeah, Warner Brothers, I think it was either Warner Brothers or Disney, actually has made a, sh- made a short film back in the day. Oh. Yeah, so like, you know, those really short, um, you know, Saturday afternoon cartoons we all used to watch. They, or they already those, did one of those. They had already done one oh, back in the day. Cool. And I think you can even hunt that one down on YouTube yeah, at some point. Somewhere. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Somewhere. But I'd love to watch Ferdinand, actually. It looks, yeah. really, looks really sweet. Yeah. yeah so, so I remember doing it on Trailer Park when a couple of years ago. Okay. When the trailer came out, I just remember going, this movie has grabbed me and I really want to watch it because it looks really, really funny and yeah. heartwarming. So. Well, yeah, I mean, Fulia recommends it, it here and she actually has a Fred Watch written review. Has she done one? Yes, so oh. that'll be coming up in the next week or so. Okay, all right. So not published yet, but um, keep your eye out on I that one. I will keep an eye out for that and I will, I will read that and then I will go watch it finally. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Thank you so much, Fulia. Yo. Um, okay, next up we have our other co-host that's not with us this week. That is Philip Hunting. Master Humping. Master <laughs> Master hunting, yes. <laughs> Hello, Phil. Hey, Phil. Uh, uh, Phil says Mark Antony and Pussyfoot mm-hmm. from the Looney Tunes. Um, he sent me a clip of one of the little skits from the earlier, like, um, would be the Mary, one of the Merry Melodies videos, I'd imagine, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was around that era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, very old. And uh, of um, Pussyfoot getting... Turned into a cookies or cake or biscuits. I didn't get to finish watching it, but it seemed very, very cute. Um, and I don't remember these characters at all, but Wayne, you, mm. you, you do? Yeah, I gush over these characters. Oh, good. They're absolutely beautiful. So Mark Anthony is like this really rough and aggressive bulldog. Yeah. And when, and they're in a, a few cartoons. It's not just one by mm-hmm. memory. And when Pussyfoot first gets introduced into the household, Mark Anthony, Anthony wants nothing to do with her. So he'll <laughs> bark and growl and go right up to her. And Pussy was just like, eh, whatever, rub against him, you know, all of this. I'm showing lots of love. And his heart just melts because he, whilst he wants to get rid of her at first, she's so loving and little and pure. Aww. He loves her. And so Aww. much so that this really big, aggressive, protective dog lets Pussyfoot climb up on his back. Get comfy, and any of us who have have cats know that when cats get comfortable, it is painful <laughs> because those claws they come out, they stretch them, yeah, like, do their thing. Absolutely, they pinch yeah. into you to get mm-hmm. comfortable. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who has a gorgeous cat, mm. I will suffer. <laughs> absolutely, will just let her do it. Mm. And Mike Anthony does, and he feels the pain, but will do it. 
Borja. Mm. And there is a moment where he thinks that Pussyfoot has been turned into cookies <laughs> because I think she like gets um, falls into like the, the flower bowl or something like that, but he doesn't see her get out. Yeah. And he goes absolutely ill just seeing <laughs> the process of being chopped up and baked and all of these things. <laughs> and he's in, at the end of the, the, the short film, he's in absolute tears because he thinks she has died. Oh my God. Yeah. And then obviously he sees that she's fine. And they're just, they're beautiful characters because you've got two polar opposites who just love one another and get along. Oh, yeah. That's so nice. And Pussyfoot as well is very passive. Mm. There's one cartoon, which is really funny where a mouse who lives like, you know, in the walls or whatever comes out and starts bullying Pussyfoot. (laughs) (laughs) And Mike Anthony will not have it. Is absolutely flabbergasted <laughs> that this mouse is doing this to Pussyfoot so much, and it's just yeah, it's really funny. But any any cartoon that you can see with Mike Antony and Pussyfoot, absolutely one hundred percent worthwhile. Aww. Yeah, the gorge is so good. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna go do some research. Yeah. I think that sounds amazing. Thanks, Phil. Very yeah, good thank choice. You. Um, next up, we have the wonderful Kirsten Shanahan. Beautiful Kirsten. She said the dog in as good as it gets. Yes, best animal. Uh, acting ever. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's been so long since I've seen As Good As It Gets, though. I, don't I know, yes. I know. So I re- Kirsten sent me a clip um, of this one, and I had time to watch it before dinner. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it was just a clip of um, oh, just this shot of, like, Jack Nicholson's character, you know, coming back into his apartment and then just, like, you know, uh, the dog. I've forgotten the name of the dog. It's, it's just a weird name. It's like Verdell or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's strange. But, um, but yeah, they just really focus up on this, on, on the dog reacting to what it, I can't remember the context of the scene, but what's going on in the story at the time. And just, just the definition of puppy dog eyes yeah. <clears throat> that it's giving the camera and the way it's just kind of like moping and, and stuff. And Aww. it's just, it's so... So cute. Yeah, so um, you're right, Verdell is the name. Verdell, yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. It's been ages since I've seen the film, but I remember loving it. <laughs> Me too. I remember really enjoying this Yeah, movie. I remember yeah. watching it quite young, actually. Like, when, yeah. I, when I was a teenager, it would have been on TV one night or something. Yeah, I watched it in high school as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I re- yeah, just remember loving it. Like, you wouldn't think to put Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt together. No. But they wouldn't. work so well together. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure... There was some Oscar buzz for this film too. I think one of them won something. Could have if been. If I'm not mistaken. I mean, it was critically acclaimed in a huge box office hit. It was, yeah. As well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I remember really enjoying the film. I need to definitely need to try and revisit that if I can. Yeah. So um, Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt both won Oscars. Oh, they did? For the film, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and Greg Kinnear um, was nominated for supporting actor. Oh, uh, yeah, and he well. was, yeah, he was uh, Verdell's owner. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, they also won Golden Globes. Oh, wow. For it as well, yeah. No, a lot of accolades. A lot of accolades for that Yeah. Film. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Highly deserved. Excellent choice, Kirsten. Thank you. Yeah, good choice. Um, next up, we have the awesome man himself, Ashley Hall. Oh, hello. Ash. Hey, Miss your beautiful miss face. Miss you, miss you, miss you, miss you so much. Um, he says, Marley from Marley and Me. That dog owns my heart and soul. The little shit is so obnoxious, yet such a sweetheart, a truly beautiful soul. I love that dog. 
I haven't seen this one. I haven't seen it either <laughs> yeah. because all I've heard about this movie is that it's going to make you cry. Oh, does the dog die? I think so. Yeah, okay. Which is why I've never watched it. Like, <laughs> okay. like, I, like I said, can't do animals in pain. Yeah. <laughs> no, getting hurt. Not not happening. Um, but I have heard it's a very good film. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Whenever actually animals in film come up on polls or discussions or blogs or anything like that, Miley and Me always does get a mention. Yeah. It does. Like, it's it's a good 10 years old, at least now, I think. But it's... um. Mm. But yeah, you're right. It, it's very... It comes up quite a bit yeah. in those discussions. I think so. we need to put it on our to-watch list. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try. Maybe. You and I, some tissues. And oh, look, up, I think there's actually... You know, you say that... Feel free to look this up yeah, when sure. you want, but I think there's a website that actually tells you, and I think it's called doesthedogdie.com. I'm fairly <laughs> okay. certain there's a website that tells you if animals live or die in film. Okay, great. Yeah, I think I remember seeing it on Tumblr or Facebook or something. <laughs> That's so funny. I know. I think it's legit, but... Um, okay, go for it. Yeah. Alrighty. But anyway, um, <laughs> Ash, very, very good pick. Sorry, neither of us have seen the film. Yes, apologize. <laughs> apologize. Yep. Um, so, Jordan Richardson. My brother. Your beautiful brother. Yay. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> Hi, Jordan. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Uh, Jordan's got great taste. Yes, he does. Yeah. So, he says Gizmo from Gremlins. Yes. So, I said I would love Gizmo, but I'm not responsible enough yeah. <laughs> to prevent Gremlins from yeah, you know being know. created and multiplying. Is your brother more responsible than I am? I I don't know. Um, (laughs) I think my brother would... I think he would be smart enough to, like, (laughs) make sure that, you know, Gizmo wouldn't multiply and Gizmo wouldn't become Mm. a gremlin or any of that crap would happen. Yeah. I'd I'd want to think that he's he's not that... My brother's not that stupid. But all you need is just Corey Feldman to spill that glass of water. That's all you need. That's all you need. It was all Corey Feldman's fault. It's all his fault. It's all you need. One of the greatest films ever, Gremlins. Can we just put that out there? We really, 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 really can. Yeah, it is just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, that was, got to say, just to call back one of my own videos for a second, but that was one of the highlights of me doing collectible chaos for the first christmas yeah. video i did was non-traditional christmas movies and gremlins was on the list it was on the wow. list wow okay i'm gonna have to go back and watch it yeah you should yeah, yeah. yeah. oh man i yeah, yeah that is a great movie oh it's it's so good perfect yeah question so yes. did you watch that as a youngin yep did you believe that gremlins were real oh did i i think i did i think i did i think i did yeah i think i think i probably would have honestly yeah. i don't think i was too young when I watched it. I think I probably would have been, like I said before, maybe late, late primary school, early high school when I watched it. But I'm pretty mm. sure I would have thought that they were I th- legit. I believe very early on I would have suspected. Because I remember, yeah, because I remember watching it and going, this movie's a lot more darker than it should be. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's a bit scary, but yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, they, they looked, they, you know, they just have that. I mean, the practical effects... Yeah. You know, just have that way of... Just nothing beats them. No. You know, like no. CGI looks fantastic and oh, wrong. and they've really mastered it. Yeah, but, but practical effects are just... There's there's beauty to it. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And there's such a realism that's... Yeah. That the uncanny valley of CGI just can't feel, Yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah. Basically it. Thank you very much, Jordan. Thank you. Very awesome answer. Um, next up, we have Trudy Cox. Hello, Trudy. Um, she says, at the moment, it would have to be Goose. Hey, she is one cool cat who isn't 
who Fury thinks she is, this cat makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Trudy seems to love Goose for the same reason I do. Because <laughs> Goose is a flurkin, not a cat. <laughs> okay. Well, and Jessa Sully also loves a cat. Ah, the cat that she loves is Salem. Salem. From Sabrina the Teenage Witch, due to his relatable relationship with food. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Salem was probably my favorite thing in the um, Sabrina sitcom from yeah. the 90s. Had some great lines, didn't he? Oh, he did. So funny. Just the freaking, like, sardonic, like, just yeah. sly, like, sass yeah. from that, that cat. Absolutely. And is Salem in the new rendition of. Yeah, Sabrina, apparently, but he doesn't talk. Yeah, oh, okay. There's no, he's not a CGI talking cat or Because he's not played for humor, for example. No, no, because yeah. the, the, I haven't seen it, and if Fulia was here, she would tell us all yes, about it. Yes, that's it, she loves it. She yeah. does love it, and I need to watch it, it's on my list, but, um, yeah, no, they've very much gone for a darker okay. take on the character, um, and so it's definitely, in that sense, Salem is rooted more in realism, in terms yeah. of he's an actual cat, yeah. um, but, yeah, I need to watch it to find out cool. more. Very good pick, Jessa. Thank you. Uh, next up, we have Shelly Alexando. Hello, Shelly. Hey, Shelly. Um, she says, too many to choose from. Anything with a dog or a horse in it. Artek! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best horse ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, anything with a... Yeah, dog or yeah. That's yeah. many, many, many films. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of films. But it is. That's Cujo. That is Cujo. <laughs> it is Cujo. She could love Cujo. Absolutely, as much as she loves Snoopy. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> it's not troublesome. Not at all. Not at all. It's well, great. You're a Cujo fan. Am I? Oh, I've never actually watched it. Okay, you and I need to have a Cujo date. We do because yep. I would love to. Love to revisit a lot of these. Considering they're gonna, it looks like they're probably gonna be remaking a bunch of these old Stephen King films. Yeah. I think I really want to rewatch some of them. Yeah, because I even I haven't even seen the original Pet Cemetery and the new one comes out. Oh, soon. okay, yeah. But um, yeah, I've always wanted to watch Cujo. Um, yeah, because it's got Cujo's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's got that actress I really and Dee like. Wallace Stone. Yes, yes, she's awesome. She was a horror queen in her day. She was. Yeah, I really like I really like her a lot. Yes. So I I would love to watch Cujo. Yes, she's the mum in ET for those playing at home. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I apart from ET, I also loved her in The Frighteners. Oh, okay, yeah. She's also yeah. in The Howling, which is a werewolf yeah, movie too. Yeah, that I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Loves her horror. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Fabulous. Oh, and she was also in the original Last House. No, not Last House on the Left. The Hills Have Eyes. Was she? I think it was like her first role or something oh, like wow. that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like a supporting role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she doesn't live, but uh, <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's just awesome. wow. Just, didn't realize how much of a horror person she was. Yeah. And then I love it. Then she's like, cast as the mum in E.T. is Elliot's mum. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. And she's really good in that role too. Yeah. I really like the the, the love she kind of brings in that. Yes. That strong single woman. Yes. There's a wholesomeness to it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And admittedly, she's like a mum in, in Cujo, but they're two totally different portrayals for obvious reasons. Yeah. The forces are different <laughs> that she's competing against. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a, little, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, Shelley. Yeah. So is it pronounced Romo's Rom? Uh, Romo's Rom? Romo's Rom is his Facebook name, but his real name is Romney. 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 Yes. Um, one of my work friends. Hello, Romney. Hi, Romney. So you've said Sam from I Am Legend because I just wanted to cry for lunch. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I posted the, the my uh, question yes. on social media around lunchtime. <laughs> um, so hence he's saying he wants to cry for lunch. 
Beautiful. Um, yeah. And then I, he posted a gif of uh, the scene where, like, uh, spoilers for Iron Legend, where Will Smith's character has to put him yeah. down. And he's, he's sang, singing the song to him. Yeah. And it's just, and I, I was just like, why did you do that? <laughs> why would you part? Oh, yeah. That's a very emotional scene. Yeah. Another sad animal death. Yes. Great film. I did find out right, about Marley yeah. and me, me, though. Oh, is the web, does the website exist? Yeah. And, oh. and it told me. And? Do you want to know? Shall we say on the air? Okay. Block your ears for 10 seconds if you do not want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Or skip forward. Or skip forward, yeah. yeah. The dog dies. I knew it. It even has his cause of death. Oh, really? Yeah. What's the cause of death? Euthanasia. Because the dog's sick. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's even sadder. I don't know what's sadder, a sudden death or a, or a, or a drawn out one. <laughs> Fuck. All right. I'm glad I was right about the website. Yeah. Okay, you can you can keep listening now, guys. Yes. And I'm glad, um, I mean, I'm sure you're all glad we even asked this question to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic um yeah good choice from me the dog was great yeah while it lasted oh, <laughs> oh wow oh sam yeah was oh. will smith's only friend kendall what did you make lorna say i'm sorry um <laughs> lorna middleton hey lorna um she says mr tingles from cats and dogs if you're gonna do a villain <laughs> Make it Mr. Tingles Make it Mr. Tingles I forgot about this cat I forgot about this movie um, I remember when this movie came out in high school uh, Loved it um, It was such a big deal at the time Cats and dogs I just love it that whenever anyone does cats versus dogs Cats are always The bad guys Always the villains They're always the bad guys I'd love to see that flip. I would love to Yeah right? I would love to see that flip. Stupid But you know Cats are that amazing That's why Because villains have more fun <laughs> Right Absolutely and cats definitely have more fun Yeah um, Or at least they definitely act like it Um <laughs> But yeah, Mr. Tinkles, I remember being a very, very good villain. Mm. Uh, big white. Fluffy cat. Fluffy cat. Yes. With its big eyes. And yep. just, yeah, yeah. Uh, good times. Very good times. Thank you very much, Lorna. Thank you. And Shell Bannister said, Fizzgig from The Dark Crystal, because he is a sassy little ball oh, of fluff. fluff. Shell, one of my good friends. Yeah. I have not seen The Dark I- Crystal. I. Watched it again a few months back, and it's a dark movie. <laughs> you know, is it's, it? yeah, Jim Henson film. Jim Henson it's, Company, but it's a but it's a beautiful movie. Yeah, um, it is so well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I was a kid, The Dark Crystal and The Neverending Story would always play on TV once a year, back to back. So I'd always oh. watch them one oh. after the other. Wow. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. We pulled no punches in the eighties. <laughs> you know. That's true. We were raised tough back then. You were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can see the lasting impression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so the Dark Crystal was a part of my childhood, but it didn't hold as well for me as the never ending story did. Like that okay. one was a film that I just Watched always as a, as a child, never gave it a second thought as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And then one day went to a video store when they existed or DVD store and very bashfully, because <laughs> a little embarrassed because I'm in my twenties now, <laughs> I've gone up to the clerk and said, do you have the never ending story? <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Just sort of like, 
<laughs> grabbed it for a rental and I was like, oh my gosh, this movie. <laughs> yes. So amazing. Yeah. So um, I'm sorry, Shell, because I took your answer and just spun it around back to the Nick. greatest, <laughs> one of the greatest films ever of the Neverending <laughs> Story. Dark Crystal is good though, especially if you love practical effects. Um, it's fantastic because yeah. it is, you know, it's puppetry and the set design is beautiful. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a gorgeous film actually. Yeah, um, really well done. Worth worth a look. Worth a look. Is, yeah. Is do you remember Fizzgig? I don't, um, okay. because I don't have like the intimate knowledge of the film. I have it. I, I do. I've got a mental image of what he looks like. There is a yeah. There is a gif. Yeah. That Shell posted. Okay, so. Um, with the response, I'll see if I can find it now. So, oh yes, I do. Actually, looking at him, I do remember him. Yes, <laughs> he looks very fluffy and very kind of like if if yes. you know, animal but, didn't have a full body. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. So yeah, he does. So he's a literally, as she said, a ball of fluff with big eyes, eyes and big a teeth. lot of teeth, yeah. some feet, and a tail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a friendly monster very and nice. is a loyal sidekick. Oh, good. Yes. Love it. Maybe one day I will watch the Dark yeah. Crystal. It might be might be a good time. That sounds like it'd be an interesting time. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, oh I think so. Okay. It's. I don't think it's what you would expect from a Jim Henson sure. you know, production. Yeah. Yeah, 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 which I think adds to the appeal, really. Totally. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, because you know, Jim Henson's you know always known for doing Muppets. Yeah, absolutely. And very family friendly, heartwarming, uplifting yes. stuff. So yeah. So Dark Crystal, I from. I'm pretty sure I'm not wrong because I'm usually not wrong about things like this. <laughs> well, how how um how arrogant did that sound? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not usually wrong about this at all. <laughs> Everyone, let's watch him be wrong. About yeah, something. so I'm not really going to call it out until I say no. I am right because Wayne is right about these things. So it's actually written by David O'Dell, who okay. also wrote 1984's Supergirl. Same writer. Oh! Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. That's cool. (laughs) Yes. Very, very awesome. Thank you, Shell. Thank you. Thank you. Next up is Tessa Coupland. Hey, Tessa. Hey, Tessa. Um, She says, Seymour, Fry's dog in Futurama. You do not need to have seen Futurama to (laughs) know. To understand this reference. Yes. To know who Seymour is and why he gets you in the feels. Oh, man. What a dog. What a dog. This dog doesn't even die and it's the saddest thing. Yeah. Like, but kind of does. But kind of does. Yeah, it does yeah. waiting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's love. That is and love. And loyalty. Love and loyalty. So the, if 100%. it was a cat, he would have buggered off ages oh, ago. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's be real. I mean, yeah. we, we love cats. Oh, absolutely. I think, we know the truth. I think that's why I love cats. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> They're like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm over you now. Yeah. I'm done. Um, I need to eat some tuna. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who aren't aware... Um, there is an episode of Futurama where we get to see uh, Fry's dog, uh, Seymour, who um, was still waiting for Fry to come back um, from the pilot episode mm. when he went into the future accidentally. Um, he, and he's, yeah, he's, he's waiting in the rain and just looking very sad and missing his owner and, yeah... <sighs> Yeah, I can't remember if it's shown or it's heavily implied that he just stays there and never leaves. Yeah, I think yeah. by memory, just trying to remember the scene, I think, you know, it's showing that time lapse. Yeah. I've been waiting forever. And then 
you know, the final time lapse, he's not there. And yeah. you know why he's and not there. And you know why he's not there. And even though I've only ever seen the pilot episode, I'm not really invested in Futurama. I couldn't even tell you all the characters' names. I'd bore my eyes out at that. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautifully done. It's very, very lovely done. Yeah. Very nicely done. Um, thank you, Tessa. Yeah, for great job. bringing the feels. Yeah. Good choice. And Tenya Craigs? Yes. Yes, said, I love Star-Lord's Trash Panda. <laughs> Which is Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> From Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, you all know how I feel about Guardians of the Galaxy, so you all know I agree with this response. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. yes. Tanya has chosen very, very well. Um, not that Rocket would let you call him a pet. No. Of any kind. Unless, you know, you happen to be Thor because, you know, he let Thor call him Rabbit for the entirety of Avengers <laughs> yeah. Infinity War, which is one of the best reoccurring jokes ever. Um, so maybe Thor would be allowed to call him his pet. Who knows? Who the hell knows? But, um, yeah, this is a very good choice. <laughs> if, if the Guardians were to have a pet, it would be Rocket. <laughs> Poor Rocket. Poor Rocket. <laughs> second class citizen among second class citizens. Yeah. He's like, oh, wow, I'm even lower than the tree. <laughs> oh my God, that's so that demeaning. Sounds, that sounds like something Rocket would actually say. Yeah, it's so demeaning. I'm lower than the tree. Oh, it's okay, Rocket. We love you. Oh, thanks, Daniel. Our final response, Kendall. Final I th- response. I think you'll agree with this one. <laughs> yes is from andrew pretty hey andrew um he says goose will forever be the mvp yes <laughs> yes he will he will she will she will they will yes <laughs> we don't know how goose likes to identify no we do um goose is a girl cat girl kitty and is amazing <laughs> amazing flick and love love goose Yes, MVP of the film steals the show, hundred ten percent. Says a lot about a about a film if, if the cat steals the show, Kendall. I'm just putting it out there. Oh, I don't. I'm putting it out there. No, don't. But it's out there. Take it back. I can't. It's out there. It's okay. Brie Larson's the best thing in the movie. It's fine. Okay, so not the cat anymore. You betrayed Goose the cat. No. <laughs> you're backtracking now. I'm not backtracking. You're following Disney's I lead said, and you're I backflipping. S- I said. <laughs> Goose is the MVP and then Brie Larson's the best thing. I don't know if those co- statements contradict each other or they, what. They kind of do. They kind of do. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. It's a good movie. Go watch it. What's the question for next time? The question for next time. <laughs> Thank you everyone for your awesome responses. That was insane. Yeah, that was great. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and gotta say, the variety of choice. Yeah, how great was like, it? I think the only character we had reoccurring was goose because you know she is a current pet um that everyone is obsessing over yeah um understandably um but great diversity there yeah so much diversity thank you so much everyone um for next week we are gonna get fun and funky oh hello um because we want to know and for some reason i'm setting up this question i feel like we've asked it before but whatever i don't maybe we haven't What's your go-to karaoke song? Yes. So we've asked before what song is going to, to get you on the dance ah, floor. But that's not necessarily you. no, your karaoke song. No, that's very true. Yeah, Actually, so. that's where I'm getting my streams crossed. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's, don't cross the streams. That's bad. No, that's bad. Yes. Crossing the streams, the streams is, is bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> cross 
the, the streams. streams. <laughs> We're all right in that moment. Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. Who knows what's going on in there? Who knows? Yeah. Ray, if someone asks you if you're a god, you, you say, say yes. yes. <laughs> they just don't teach you that at uni. No, they don't. You know, all these degrees these guys have. They I didn't know. teach them that, did they? No, yeah. it's absolute horseshit. Yeah. <laughs> absolute horseshit. Um, anyway, yes. um, go to karaoke song. What is it? What is it? Mm. Drunk, sober... Or Fulia. Or, or Fulia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Fulia's at a different level. Different. She gets, gets her own measurement scale. It's great. Um, oh, please boy. let us know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Fulia do karaoke, have, have you? No, I've just seen her off her face. <laughs> <laughs> ah, me too. It's pretty great. We love you, Fulia. Yeah. I love you, Fulia. Oh, nothing but love. <laughs> nothing but love. For yeah. our co-host. Yeah. Um, excellent. <laughs> yes. So use hashtag tell friend so yes. we can find your answers. Yo. And get our singing on next week or whenever. At some point. Yeah. Next episode. Um, so what's up with Fred Kendall? What's up with Fred? What are we doing? I've got a lot of stuff to tell people. So okay. what are we doing? So starting with, uh, yes, as previously mentioned, uh, non-scripted ramblings new episode episode 33 my reaction video to the Avengers Endgame trailer second trailer please go watch it last time I checked it had just pipped the 200 view mark which is pretty exciting for yeah, me yeah absolutely very very cool Thank so I, I'd watched it only about 6 hours after you uploaded it mm-hmm. and it had already been like about 120 views yeah, within we're... the first few yeah. within the few first few hours which is really really happy to see yeah. Um, so thank you to everyone that's watched that and given me feedback. You guys are awesome. Um, yeah, two twenty-seven views, Kendall. Two twenty-seven. Yeah, it's a big deal for us. Yeah, it's awesome. That is great. It's Good amazing. Job. Thank you. Yeah, and nine likes. I know. I saw that, and I got a thumbs down too. Actually, yeah. there's always this one person who gives us a thumbs down on everything, and I'm I'm calling it. It's this one person. Yeah. Look, you didn't get the job with Fred. Get over it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's hilarious. Putting it out there. Putting, just putting it out into the universe. Yeah. Um, Leave yes. a comment. So yeah. <laughs> Tell us what you don't like. Give us constructive criticism. People. Yes. Constructive. Um, yes. So check that out, please. That would be lovely. Uh, also, you can hop onto the Fred Thielen Productions website and mm-hmm. see my written review for Captain Marvel for this week's Fred Watch. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that review. Very happy with the way it turned out. Um, so please go, yeah, read that. Let me know your thoughts. Um, speaking of Captain Marvel, while we're on the Captain Marvel train, it's everything Captain Marvel for me this month because <laughs> Collectible Chaos is going to be filming this week. Yay. And I may as well just say it now, it's going to be top 10 things about Captain Marvel. Exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, I finished the script in one sitting. Okay. I was that excited. Yeah. So very, very good. I feel like this this is one of the top movies for MCU for you, isn't it? Uh, it's definitely the top 10. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I, loved cool. I loved and it. And you're still doing Captain Marvel for the monthly, is that Correct. right? Correct. That's what I was going to say. So you guys can find the questions for the upcoming episode of the monthly that's going to be recorded in just over a week mm-hmm. or so. From now, um, yes, yeah, so we're we wanting to t- talk all things Captain Marvel um, for the monthly. Uh, spoilers, everything. We want to know your thoughts on the film, what you liked, what you didn't like, things you want to highlight, things you want to talk about, things you wish the movie should have done or whatever. You, whatever. We just want to talk about it. Um, yeah, like did it go over like two hours too long? Like just, you know. 
That's the type of stuff you want. Yeah. Oh, sh- sure. Okay, sure. Are you going to watch it and then and then <sighs> respond? Oh, look, if I can find a bootleg copy of it somewhere, oh, I'm not okay. giving my money to this franchise. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, it's okay. <laughs> remember, Wayne doesn't troll us on the monthly. No, I'm... It's a troll freezer. No, if you want to see, like, Jekyll and Hyde... <laughs> yeah, It's literally. me on these two podcasts. It's so funny. You're like, who is this, Wayne? Who is this? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> um, but yeah, so watch, yeah. watch the movie, give us your thoughts, and we will have a big old spoiler-filled chat about that next yeah, week. Yeah, The monthly is such a great podcast, by the way. I love oh, listening to it. thank you. Yeah, 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 we have a lot of fun recording. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's awesome. Um, Wayne, anything from your end? Yeah, so Philip and I recorded a Fred Watch podcast. So Yay! that'll be coming out this week. Yeah, I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's this week or next, but it's very, very soon. Yes. And <laughs> Philip, I love you so much, but you <laughs> made me work really hard to edit this bad boy. <laughs> okay, okay. And I'm gonna and I'm and look, there's two of us doing this review, but it's you, buddy. <laughs> You know I love you, but my gosh, it's taken me so long to edit this review. <laughs> okay, how long? How long is the blooper section going to be? So yeah, there, there. You're right, Kendall. There is a blooper section at the end of the review. Look, it's probably it's under the ten minute mark. At this stage. At this stage. And, you know, normally, and a lot of the, and it's, you know, the the synopsis is always a mouthful and I even get tongue-tied as well. Yeah. But Philip, it's his film, so he's reading it. So he's the one getting tongue-tied. Now, I've just got the established, um, you know, take one, take two, take three, just to break it up so listeners know. I've already got it locked in that I've got 10 of those takes because that's, Pretty extensive. Mm-hmm. I had to record more this time <laughs> to fit them all in. Oh, man. And I'm not telling you the number because I just want your <laughs> reactions oh. when you hear the number. I, yeah. Yeah. There will be a reaction. There <laughs> will be reactions. Oh, man. But um, I'm excited. Poor, poor Philip suffers Phil. through it, but he does such a, you know, when you oh. see the final product, if you didn't know the blue bars, you'd be like, oh, hello. Yeah. You did such a great job. No, yeah. no, you guys always do such a great job. <laughs> I love you. listening to your, your, po- your podcast you. reviews. Yeah. So, so we're reviewing Phil's all-time favorite movie outside of the Star Wars franchise. Yes. It's called Zulu. Mm. And it was a film I hadn't seen before, so I was excited to see it. And it's a it's a pretty good review, actually. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, we had some great discussions. And because it's all, it's, you know, Phil's favorite film and it's, War and history. Phil's got a lot of great input into it. I'm so, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited to hear um, his insight. Yeah. So all, always, always good. Lovely. And soon we'll be recording already for the following month. Yeah. Yeah. We might have a gorgeous special guest with us. Oh, I wonder who that's gonna be. I wonder. I'm so excited. <laughs> so I'm really looking. Me Looking too. forward to that, yeah. Me too. Um, so yeah, so at the moment for me, it is focusing on Fred Watch, and we're trying to get as many reviews and trying to as many podcasts, lovely as we can. Lovely. Um, as for the rest of the team, incompetent gamers every yes, week, of course. Fully has been doing that. Phil will return soon on yes, that. Yes, he will. And we've also got Bethany doing her beta test reviews. Yes. And every Wednesday night. The Listinator with the distraction. Yes, yes, yes. Get around it live, 9.30 p.m. Yes. Um, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Yes, those live chats are everything, so definitely have a chat to Listinator. Yeah. He will read out your response. He will answer you. And sometimes he takes requests for impersonations too. Oh, I see. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I think if you go on uh, the Listinator's Twitter, 
and you hashtag distract me with and then say what you want him to either talk ah. about or what prop you want him to bring. Uh, he may actually do that. As oh, well. that's a good way to reach out to him. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Very cool. Um, okay. I think, would that be everything then, I think? I think that's what we're, what we're, what yeah. we've been doing and what we're up to and that's what it. we'll be delivering. That's Fred. What an epic Marvel centric yes. episode. Yes. I'm so glad to be back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so glad to have you back. Uh, that was a podcast called Fred. Fred. It's time for the Fred plugs. Time for the Fred plugs. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For future podcasts from Fred the Alien, follow us on our SoundCloud or on iTunes. For Fred the Alien merchandise. <laughs> Go to our website, www.fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien design for our talented team. Featuring Unibums in company games and featuring our live stage shows such as What Have Happened to Jeremy Baxter and more. Woo! Glad you all went to see that show. Oh, yes. <laughs> Such a good show. Yeah. That was the Fred Plug. Most certainly was. Yes, I've been a candidate. I've been Wayne Stellini. And you've just experienced a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me back. Yes, welcome back. Thank you. Love you, Kendall. <laughs> and remember to eat beef <laughs> if you want. <laughs> if you want, it's your choice. It's your choice. It's 2019. It yeah. You're allowed to make that choice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Pork, poultry, just just whatever. Ve- Tofu, vegetables. Yeah. Vegetables. Yeah. Get around and it. steam those vegetables steamed. as well. We've got to get out of the frying habit. Steam mm. them. Steamed. Steamed. Steamed vegetables. Steamed. Steamed vegetables. You do that broccoli. Like you just I love know. steamed broccoli and cauliflower. Oh, yes. Not a fan of cauliflower. No? No. I do prefer broccoli, but... Broccoli is good. I love the crunch. Mm. Mm. It's delicious. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and... Scene. <laughs> <laughs>